All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back for another Boca podcast episode. Um, it is good to be here on New Year's Eve. Kind of crazy. You know, I should have done the math, how many episodes we put out just in this year, but we're coming up on about 550 episodes altogether. And uh, so we're going to end the year strong. Yet another live stream here on the Boca podcast. If you're joining us on excuse me if you're joining us on youtube.com slash boca podcast or facebook.com slash boca podcast don't hesitate to join in the conversation today ask questions comment be part of this conversation we'll make it a group discussion if you will and that's part of the benefit of the live stream and if you're listening to the audio version of this after the fact make sure to go to youtube.com slash boca podcast you can subscribe there turn on notifications and um in fact i, I just got a notification on my phone that the live stream was starting that's you can be notified just like that and come join the conversation and watch the live streams as we go into the new year all right and then one other just quick note before i introduce our guest for today as i promised i would do before every episode i made my donation to charity water today and, you know, especially as we go into New Year, I, th I think it's a great reminder, certainly for me, uh, Allah Sean Lee, who was on the podcast a number of episodes ago, it's a great reminder for all of us to look for opportunities to give, whether it's our local community or national, international organizations, a little bit of money can go a long way. And I encourage you to look for those opportunities. All right. Well, enough of the introduction. I want to bring in our uh, return guest, actually. I have with me here today, Whitney Smith. Whitney, thank you for coming back to hang out with me. I'm so excited to be here again. Well, and you know, it, it's, I was saying this to you before we started and we, we worked through a few technical issues, so I appreciate everybody's patience too, but we were talking a little bit about this episode and it's actually kind of a launch of a, of a new series of the Boca podcast. You were willing to, to kind of make the experiment happen with us, if you will. And I appreciate that. But what we're doing for everybody listening in, occasionally we do brand position consultations. I'll explain what those are here in just a second. Uh, but I wanted to bring you back on Whitney. You were willing to so graciously to come back and talk a little bit about how you implemented what we talked about in that brand position consultation and how it's made a difference in your business. So once again, thank you for being willing to do that. Of course. Well, and before before we get into kind of that follow up, um, we're kind of kind of doing the where are they now? Where's Whitney now? Where's her business now? Since we did this brand position consultation, I guess very simply the, the way to sum it up uh, for everybody listening in, for everybody watching is that a brand position consultation, we do these occasionally. By the way, you're welcome to apply to to do one if you're listening in or watching. would love to have you on the show and we can talk a little bit more about that. But Brand position consultation really is just an effort on my part to help photographers in our industry create a distinct brand position or a value proposition that they're able to clearly communicate to their clients, potential clients, so that they can effectively grow their business um, a bit more. And, and Whitney's been able to do just that. And so we're going to talk about that today. But um, Whitney, I guess just and if, actually, you know what, before I, I ask the first question, I'm just going to pop this up on screen episode 480 for anybody who missed this episode with Whitney episode 480 we'll link to it in the show notes or of course you can search it there on your favorite podcast player but Whitney when you came on the show to do that brand position consultation um, wow how's, how long has it been now has it been I mean, uh, at least April I think oh no it was April you're right April 19 mm -hmm. I've got it pulled up right here April 19 okay so <laughs> it's been about eight months or so what when you came on the show in April, where were you at? Kind of give our listeners a little bit of context with where you were at with your business, even how long you'd been in business at that point. 
Um, so I've been in business uh, since 2017 um, as like a legal business as a photographer. Um, and I, for a long time, I just kind of shot everything, like whatever I could book, weddings, you know, couples, seniors, anything. I just kind of took it. Um, and I kind of started to figure out, oh, you know, I don't want to do weddings. I don't want to do families. I don't want to do all this other stuff. Um, and I decided to kind of focus in on seniors. But, you know, when you decide to niche down, it's it's kind of like, well, how do I target just one specific audience? Right. And not attract anybody else. So. <laughs> Which is a little bit, I mean, that in and of itself, especially when you're starting a business is a little bit disconcerting, right? Because you're, I, I think the natural tendency, I know for me as a photography business owner, a new photography business owner, this is a number of years ago now, about 20 years ago, but like, there's this kind of like, oh shoot, we got to make it right. You need to book as many clients as possible. Mm -hmm. And initially it probably doesn't matter the genre, it, anything you can possibly get to make some cash you're trying to get, right? Yeah. <laughs> so to go from that to saying, okay, I, I realize after a little bit of time here, I realize what I like, what I don't like. I decide I want to niche down. And at that point in April, had you already made that clear decision? This was the direction you were going to go. You want to photograph seniors? Yeah, I knew that was the direction I wanted to go. I just didn't know how or, hmm. you know, how to say that. Fair enough. And, and I, you know what, yeah. that's actually a really, that's a really great way to sum up the significance of a brand position. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I've said this before in the podcast, a brand position, I want to be very clear, isn't the end all be all when it comes to marketing and ultimately growing a business. But I think it's a significant piece of the puzzle. And it's it not only creates clarity for the potential client, but it creates clarity for us as business owners. It, it gives us some idea of what we're trying to accomplish as a brand, right? So you mm -hmm. had in your mind an idea, this is the direction I want to go with my business. Now you had to come up with a way to more clearly communicate what that idea was. And um, so we worked on that a little bit. What was the brand position statement that you ended up coming up with uh, or that we ended up coming up with kind of through that conversation together? Um, so we worked through it, um, that whole podcast, and then kind of had our aha moment at the end. And so we just kept talking afterwards. Um, and I landed on um, the most fun you'll have in front of a camera, um, lit photography for Midland teens and seniors. <laughs> and, and, I, and I love it, too. And I, I like that you laugh because um, I, it's, it's funny. I mean, using a term like lit right now to somebody maybe my age, for example, who's listening, that they, they might just naturally laugh. Right. But we, we have to keep in mind who we're actually speaking to, who your target client is and how that may resonate with that potential client. You're working with seniors. This is naturally language that, yeah. that you would put in there. I'm going to pull up your website here really quick. And you've got this right here, just just below the fold, actually just above the fold, I should say, on, on your website, dandelionseniors.com. For anybody who's not watching live right now, dandelionseniors.com. You can see Whitney's website there. The most fun you'll have in front of a camera, lit photography for Midland teens and seniors. And so... What was the, like when you first put that brand position statement up there, was there a little bit of nerves? Like what's going to happen now that I kind of change the messaging here? What, what was the set? What was the, I guess the feelings, the internal feelings? Yeah. Just niching down in general was really nerve wracking because, um, you know, you think, 
oh man, like I'm not going to get booked now for a while. Like it's going to take some time, but man, it just kind of has the opposite effect. (laughs) Just kind of exploded after that. So it's been kind of (laughs) awesome. Well, and we're going to kind of get into that just a little bit. So, I mean, naturally one of the changes you made was that brand position, the change to the brand position statement. And um, I'll have to actually go back and pull up the, the old statement here. I think I have it in my notes somewhere. But do you remember that offhand, what that was, what the original one was? Um, yeah, I think it was just like fun and creative teen photography. Yeah, yeah, it was some, something to that effect. <laughs> You're right. And, um, and then kind of transitioning to the statement, would you, what would you say, I guess, ultimately were the biggest takeaways from the brand position consultation? I mean, it may be one of the obvious ones, maybe the statement itself, but do you have any others? Yeah. Um, just really honing in on who you're talking to and how to speak their language. Um, especially these days, like seniors, when I was a senior, my mom was doing everything for me, (laughs) but like these seniors right now, they're, they're doing a lot of things for themselves. So really speaking to the correct audience and Mm -hmm. getting their attention Mm -hmm. has been really important. Um, and carrying that over from my brand statement and into my copy and my website and everything else, like really just speaking to them, um, you know, has been really important. And I think it's made a huge difference for sure. And it's it's interesting too, because I know that you're, you're working, you're photographing seniors, you're working with the parents, but did you feel like it was more important to learn how to communicate to the seniors specifically versus the parents? What, where, how do you kind of find that balance there? Cause the parents are the ones that are paying the bills, right? Yeah, for sure. But I mean, if, if these seniors, if they don't like your vibe, <laughs> like, um, they're choosing who they go to okay. and, um, especially kind of the niche that I've ended up in. Um, they're kind of choosing who they want to go to and their parents just kind of follow along. So, um, but also, you know, communicating with the parents has been really important, but you have to talk to them completely different. Right. Um, and I think I've kind of found that you have to talk one way on Facebook and another way on Instagram. Hmm. Um, cause the parents are kind of hanging out on Facebook and okay. the kids are on Instagram. So. Interesting. Okay. So we have a brand position statement. You realize the significance of, of messaging and, and refining that messaging specifically for your target market. How then, and maybe, I don't know, maybe this kind of seems like an obvious question, but I'm curious, maybe some of the details that will get in the weeds a little bit. How did you actually <laughs> apply that to your business tangibly? Um, I guess like when I send an email, um, when I post to my stories, uh, even just talking live in my stories, trying to make sure that I'm not um, talking over a teenager or, and also just like not talking down to them. You know what I mean? Because um, they're kids, so they're kind of used to being treated like kids, but they're also about to take their first step into adulthood. So mm. I feel like speaking to them in a way that's not derogatory or talking to them like they're kids, you know, really treating them like they have the opinion, they know what they want. So, um, you know, even when I have my, um, one-on-ones with them before we shoot, I, I really focus on talking to them and asking them what they're into. Um, you know, all that good stuff. 
So I, I guess it goes back to the messaging, the way in which you're communicating. And, and I think it, this is a great reflection of what we talked about just a second ago, which is how establishing a brand position, it, it's not just about putting some copy in your website or putting some copy on your Instagram. And by the way, for everybody listening in, make sure you follow Whitney Dandelion Photog on Instagram. I've got it pulled up right here. It's important to note that, and this is something we talk about in the brand position consultations, to not just put that messaging above the fold on the homepage of your site, but also then to make sure that messaging goes everywhere else. So there's consistency to that. And if you go to Dandelion, D-A-N-D-E-L-I-O-N, Photog, I got, I think I got it, um, uh, on Instagram. And again, we'll link to that in the show notes. But you can see here on the screen, for those of you that are watching live, the most fun you'll have in front of a camera, lit photography for Midland teen and seniors it's the messaging is consistent and that's that's really really important but once you establish that message for the sake of communicating that through your various online platforms it then drives your behavior as a photographer you know what it is the experience that you're trying to create for your mm -hmm. clients and that literally can drive everything that you do how you design your website how you communicate to them online email uh, through social media and certainly in person. And then the experience that you're creating in person, I, I'm curious that, did, did it kind of push you just a little bit? Like you're telling them this is the most lit experience you're going to have with a photographer. Did you feel like you had to up the ante when you were actually in person photographing them as well? I don't know. I feel like I kind of brought my brand position up to where I am as a person because I, I, cool. I, I kind of, um, their personal hype person anyway. Um, <laughs> I kind of tell them like, I'm just going to yell compliments at you for the next hour. So yeah, just get ready. <laughs> I love so, that. So yeah, I feel like I just made it fit my personality a little better. <laughs> just a very slight tangent, because this is something we talk about quite a bit on the, on the show. Um, when you talk about complimenting clients, and this is really an, an applicable conversation across the board, regardless of the genre that we're in, um, I guess maybe except for photographing like commercial real estate or something, we're not going to talk to the buildings. But um, when we're engaging with those clients, the compliments can come off really robotic if we just go into this kind of compliment mode where we're repeating the same phrases and words that we always do. How do you maintain a, a sense of genuineness in those compliments so that the teens who, by the way, have the greatest BS meters in the world know that you actually mean what you're saying? Man, I, I am a genuine um, complimenter. Like I just love to tell people, you know, oh my gosh, that dress looks great. Your hair is awesome. Um, that kind of stuff. I feel like that's just a natural thing for me. So I just kind of, and when I'm shooting, I'm just really excited as you know, when the light's awesome or the wind blows their hair just right, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, I, I love it. And, and it's, it's always just like genuine. <laughs> And that's great. And that's great. And it's such a simple concept and yet so important. And, and I, I only say this because I've been in the industry a long time and I've seen where it's not been that way. And I, again, people have pretty good BS meters and, and they know if you're being robotic or putting on a show <laughs> uh, versus giving them something that's genuine. And I know from personal experience as a photographer or in other situations as well, that when you bring that kind of energy Oh my goodness, people aren't used to feeling that kind of genuineness from somebody, certainly when it comes to compliments. And it can make somebody's day. So I, I can yeah, imagine, I, especially with a teenager who's like naturally insecure anyway, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to go a long ways when you can show them that genuine, um, I, I guess, have genuine meaningfulness in the words that you're saying to them. Yeah, it's really cool to just watch. Like sometimes I'll go back and look at the progression throughout the shoot and you can 
see, you know, some girls, they show up and they don't know. They're like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, girl, I got you. Don't even worry. And, you know, by the end, they're just laughing and they're loosened up and they're actually like having a good time by the end. So it makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Well, so naturally this, this brings us to a question of, of how this impacted your business. Um, you, you, you were kind enough to share exact numbers before we got started. I won't go there, but, um, you, you are sh- still shooting part-time as, as, a, as a photographer, uh, and yet you told me that you've almost tripled the, the revenue that you've generated from this little part-time gig photographing seniors, uh, <laughs> and that's a pretty, in comparison to last year, that's a pretty significant jump. And I certainly wouldn't assume that, you know, just having a great brand position statement has driven all that, but how <laughs> would you say that some of those results might be tied to the shift? Um, I definitely think, um, you know, most importantly, speaking to them the way they want to be spoken to, but also, um, you know, once you start nailing it and you're in with the right people, they tell other people, um, and word of mouth has kind of been my best friend this Mm. past year, Mm -hmm. um, and just getting in with the right circle, which is due to my brand positioning. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's interesting. And, and again, a great example of how it's not that the brand position is, is the piece of the puzzle. It's a component. It's a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting the, ro- the, w- the role that it plays in the business kind of all the way around when you truly embrace that position and run with it and make sure that the experience is consistent across the board naturally, especially with your brand position and what you're trying to do with your brand, which is create this just absolutely great experience for these teenagers on the other side of the camera. If you're providing that experience, you, you, you set that as the goal for yourself. You then provide that. You follow through on that. Naturally, they're going to talk about you because they're like, oh, my word, Whitney's so great. Like, it was so easy. And we got these incredible pictures. And, and by the way, speaking of incredible pictures, um, props to you for your work, too. I mean, you scroll through here. Uh, Dandelion Photog, again, on Instagram. For those of you that are curious that, that are not live streaming with us currently, if you are, of course, you can see this. But uh, yeah, naturally, people are going to talk about you as a result. So I, I think it's a, a beautiful example of how, or I guess, the significance that a brand position can play in a business, certainly building that business. And I'm just I'm so glad that you've seen the results that you have. Yeah, I also um, just kind of made this year an investment year. Hmm. So, you know, I, I tripled what I was making, but I've also kind of just poured that back into learning. And um, I got a coach. Uh, so yeah, I've just kind of poured into really learning how to develop this niche a lot. So, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm rooting for you to go full-time as soon as you can, cause this is, you've got a good thing going for you. And I, I hope that works out just as we close here, what would you say if, if just in your own words, I can talk about brand position all day and why I think it's important, how I've seen the importance of it in my businesses, but how would you sum up the significance of a great brand position statement for photographers that are listening in or watching? If you're not using the right language um, and speaking to specific people, when they're searching, they're not going to find you. Um, And so it's just so, so important to speak their language, say it in a way that is going to make you stand out um, so you don't get lost on the fourth page of Google and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, and uh, don't have a boring website. Yeah. I don't know. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, I, 
Whitney, I really appreciate you coming and doing the show today. I, I know, again, this was just kind of like you're taking a chance, a little bit of an experimental series here. And I think we're going to continue to build on this because um, it's interesting to see how applying, you know, it's one thing to talk about principles. It's another thing to go apply principles and then get the results from them. Uh, I'm excited to continue to explore how these principles we're talking about on the show are making a difference in photographers' lives. Thanks for being willing to share your experience. Remind our listeners one more time where they can follow you online. Um, so you can find my website, dandelionseniors.com. I'm Dandelion Photog across all the social media. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening in. And uh, Happy New Year to you, Whitney. Happy New Year to everybody else that's listening and watching. And we'll talk to you soon. 